0: Yo, Ryan Hartley here from Moist Witness Today. I think one of the things I've shared uh, quite often over the last couple of years with the podcast is is this idea that um, you know we shouldn't really be making happiness the goal. Instead, I think the goal is peace. I think if we can get to a position where peace is present within our life, that becomes priceless, uh, and no amount of of happiness can uh, replace that that state of being a, of peace. And this topic of happiness continues to come up as I journey within the um, the development space, and and even <laughs> in church on Sunday, um, there was a a debate around this state of happiness. And I just want to share a couple of insights that I took from uh, that conversation with with Pastor Mark, um, and and just add to that perspective, add some insights for you to. Maybe they make you chuckle. Maybe they make you smile. Maybe they'll be the first time that you've heard um, things like this question in in, in a while, and and there's a reason for that. And I think fundamentally, the first reason that many many people to uh, struggle to journey in this um, thing of happiness is because I think it is a man made creation. First and foremost, I think um, happiness is a byproduct. Of commercialism and capitalism. <laughs> yes, I've gone there, but this is about human experience, and and I think that any kind of word that we put to things is a is a simplification of the intricate human experiences that we're having. So, if you look at, uh, go and Google um, the emotion wheel. All right, and I think there's a good forty to eighty different types of emotions all laid out on this wheel, and and I think they represent yes, maybe some truths into an experience that we have, but they also represent a human being trying to put words for something that goes beyond our understanding. It's our attempt to merge left brain, right brain, and put some words to things that so often transcend understanding because they are feelings, emotions, energy in motion, and that energy is coming in and through our bodies. Um, So first and foremost, it's just a reminder that Any of these uh, words that we use to describe how we feel, they are simply human-driven, intellectually-based concepts to help us uh, make sense of stuff. That's all. They're simplifications of what is an intricate human experience. And I think if you get enough people describing similar um, experiences, then, then of course you then start to get some patterns and then that's where uh, I guess what we would say is universal truths kind of come through. But remember, the origin is the intricacy of that human experience. And and I think one of the things that if we reflect on, you know, that when I talk about commercialism and capitalism, is that even in the United States, their Declaration of Independence, they talk about three inalienable rights: life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And uh, I chuckle because um, Sadhguru, the Indian yogi, talks about America, United States, will never be the happiest country on the planet. Why? Because they're in the pursuit of happiness. And he says in the pursuit, <laughs> the pursuit reveals the absence of something. Let me just say that again. Whatever we pursue, it reveals the absence of that very thing that we are pursuing. In some way, we are being conditioned, particularly in the US, with this uh, declaration of, you know, we are, we are Americans, this is who we are, this is what we stand for, and we are pursuing this. Well, what that unintended consequence is, well, maybe it wasn't intended, but is, the unintended consequence of that very statement is actually that that thing isn't present. For as long as we pursue it, it isn't present. And I think that is what commercialism, capitalism has done for our um, our psyche, our mindset, our heartset. That in some way, it is out there. It is something to pursue. We have got generations of people who have been conditioned that happiness is in a meal. Yes, the happy meal think about it for a second. The clues are there. We just have to take a step back and look at our culture. Look at the way that things are advertised to us. Coca-Cola, they're not advertising the product and the taste. They're adding. They're advertising the lifestyle of happiness, of beauty, of luxury, of whatever it might be, popularity. Anything that is marketed to us is about appealing to this sense of happiness. Think about it. Everything you've ever been marketed to has, I think in in the worst sense, tried to appeal to an element of lack. It's left you feeling like without these things, you're going to lack happiness. You're going to be inadequate without these things external to you in some way. And uh, a friend who I've recently connected with on LinkedIn, she literally posted this morning that actually there's something called internalized capitalism, which means that we have got into such a state of seeking stuff, obtaining stuff, that it's become part of this, um, this underlying belief that happiness is out there that whatever it is that we are searching for is out there. And do you know what? It's it's circumstantial. It's conditional. If we look at the Oxford Dictionary definition of happiness, this is one I can understand. It's a feeling or showing of pleasure or contentment. And um, here's what I know. That is fleeting. That is momentary. And yet we are being... Uh, sold this lifestyle of happiness as if it's some state of being. Happiness is not a state of being. It is a fleeting moment that is conditional based on the presence of something. And that's fine. We just have to wake up and look at it that way. And then if we don't consider ourselves feeling happy in the moment, well, that's also fine because the desire is not to be happy all the time. The desire is not to pursue a certain set of um, emotions. Emotions are feedback me- mechanisms. Happiness is not a state of being; it is a it is a response to a certain condition that is met that can only ever be fleeting. And yet, if we Google the word "happy," there are ten point two billion search results. And yet, do you know what is? a state of being? Joy. It is possible to be in a state of joy, irrespective of what's going on in the external world, whether things are going for us or against us, whether we have all that we need or whether we don't have all that we need. The ability to be in a state of joy is always possible. And yet you Google that word, 1.8 billion search results. So one fifth, you know, on a ratio of five to one happiness over joy. So what we're being sold to in this country, around the world, in this Western capitalistic commercialist commercialism, um, they're selling to this state of pursuit of obtainment. Why? Because that stuff sells. You leave people feeling like They can buy happiness, then of course. But but joy, joy is always accessible. It is a fruit of the spirit. Once we dwell in that inner state of love and peace and God, well, that can't be sold. That can't be bought. And it's yet always available. Joy is a fruit of the spirit. And it's not being talked about enough because it can't, it doesn't sell because you can obtain it irrespective of external circumstances irrespective of having all that you want all that you need irrespective of not having all that you want and all that you need so i hope this gives you the opportunity just to pause and to reflect and go what is it that i'm actually seeking what is it that i'm missing what is it that i'm you know that i've learned to believe about myself or what I need, or what maybe my culture has taught me. Because unfortunately, our our society has a lot of people right now that don't think great, don't feel great. And the majority of that, I believe, comes down to the culture with which we live in, the environment. If Bruce Lipton says that the health of the cell is to do with the environment that you place it in, why would the same not be true of a human being? And that environment Yes, includes the quality of our thoughts and our feelings. It also includes the quality of the information that we surround ourselves with, the information that we're constantly taking in through our eyes and our ears and our surroundings. And that isn't always conducive to leaving us feel like we have all that we need. It's quite the opposite. If you take any, go and look at the the, the next three or four adverts that you experience and go and listen to the news, the next three or four news articles. I tell you what. If you took, if you were an alien and you came to this world and you thought, right, let me learn a little bit about this thing called earth. What am I going to learn about myself um, as a human being on this earth if I listen to this content? The the marketing is going to be, hey, if you want all this stuff external, like happiness and popularity and, and love, and here's all the things that you need to go and buy. And it's going to learn that actually here's all the bad stuff in the world that you need to be scared and fearful and worried and angry about. What an overwhelming experience that alien is going to have. Do you think they're going to want to stick around? No. And yet somehow, but because we've grown up in this, we just believe that that's just the way that things are. Yes, it may just be the way things are. But let's not discount the fact that, like I just said, many, many people are not thinking and feeling great. Many, many people are not thinking and feeling great. So the next time that you are sold a message and you believe that your solution to any problem is out there or somewhere, (laughs) a happy meal, or that you want some energy and it's in an energy drink, we are conditioned to think that it's all out there. It's not, my friend, I promise you that. It is within it was it is always being and always ever will be in your heart set. That state of love, peace, joy, gratitude, that is obtainable. three six five all of the time, twenty four seven because it is a heart set. It is not a conditional state of, you know, external things being present. It is an internal heart state, one that you have access to all of the time. Let's journey together, my friends. Keep connecting to this spirit of who you are, all that you have, because I promise you, you lack nothing. You have all that you need, and I promise you that when you really start to walk in that faith of having all that you need and feeling grateful for everything that you have, choosing that everything you have without having to lose any of it first. I promise you, the way that you look at life will change. I promise you this. And then emerges a state of joy. Don't be drawn into pursuing stuff. Don't be drawn into this external pursuit of happiness. Instead, go within. Connect to this unconditional state of being, where you are loved. There's nothing you can say, do, have, be, anything more or less to change that fact. And you will slowly journey in this true knowing, true essence of being that you have all that you need without having to lose any of it first. I promise you that that spirit of love, peace, and gratitude will resonate and flow throughout your being that you won't be seeking or pursuing any element of happiness because peace is more valuable than any happiness this world can buy. Thank you for coming to church with me, my friends. If you'd like to journey on this topic, if you'd like to have a conversation, just head to www.abty.co.uk forward slash connect. You get a free half an hour call um, and we'll just connect you know, I won't sell you anything. We'll have a good conversation, maybe about this topic, maybe about something else that I've talked about on the podcast. Um, and it'd be great to share some energy, have a great rest of your day. Always love.